listeners, and welcome to Project Understory, a nonfiction storytelling podcast that delves into the deeper meaning of nature experiences. Does your love for the outdoors resonate in your bones? So does ours. We are storytellers, students, and teachers connected to the Central Wisconsin Environmental Station. We are meaning makers, seeking to understand the world and ourselves better through the dappled shade of a balsam fir or the haunting call of a loon across a lake. Here, you can hear our stories of adventure and contemplation and perhaps discover your own understory. Project Understory listeners, my name is Regina Lobner, and I'm an undergraduate student at UW-Stevens Point studying environmental education and interpretation. Today, I'll be telling you a story from my time studying tropical ecology in the beautiful country of Costa Rica. My classmates and I all signed up for a three-week winterim course in January of 2020, We all wanted to make our way down south to Costa Rica to discover more about all of the interesting and biodiverse life that lives there. Let me tell you, it is a lot different there than it is in the cold Midwestern climate that we were leaving. We all were more than ready to enjoy a wonderful trip, learning more and discovering all there is to know about a strange part of the world that we were all new to. Once my classmates and I landed in Costa Rica, we were quickly taken to our first multiple night stop at a remote lodge and research area. Our guide that we met for the trip is a local man named Victor, who to this day is very involved in the study of reptiles, amphibians, and birds in the region. He's extremely knowledgeable on everything that there is to know about tropical ecology of the area as a whole, and is an active member at the university that is in Costa Rica. One of the most memorable parts of the trip occurred to me on a night that Victor led us out for a hike into the rainforests. Once we had arrived at our destination, we all wanted to go out and explore right away. However, things had gotten dark very quickly, so Victor offered up for us to go on a night hike through the jungle. He made a very clear point to emphasize to us how we needed to be extremely cautious once walking into such a strange area, because there's many, many animals that want to do harm to people if you come across them by accident. So... This already was more than a bit nerve-wracking for me to hear that on one of my first night hikes, or hikes in general, into the rainforest. Victor made sure to take the front of the group, and he began leading us into the trail through the rainforest. He had on snake-protecting boots, so it's kind of like uh, calf protectors that you would wear if you're going rollerblading, but instead... They're made of metal to prevent people from getting bitten by snakes. That alone was more than a little bit scary to see, but I was glad that he was able to partake, take the cautions needed to lead us through this hike. Like I said, very knowledgeable, so he knew more than enough about how to keep us safe through our walk in the rainforest. 
We all got out our little headlamps and started walking down the goat trail that was this path that we were going to be taking that evening. I am not a fan of night hikes in general, even in a place like Wisconsin that I'm familiar with. So I was definitely nervous, but I figured I was in a new country, so I might as well go for as many new experiences as possible. Throughout our hike, we were able to see some really interesting nighttime animals, like birds roosting in the trees high overhead, and frogs singing their songs in the dark. I thought it was a remarkable experience. However, there was one piece of the experience in particular that was more than a little bit startling to me and all of my classmates. And it happened at about the middle of our hike when we had reached a narrow suspension bridge. This bridge was just made of some sturdy metal and that was about it. So as we began crossing over to get to the other side of this gorge, we suddenly had to pause halfway through our crossing. I was in the middle of the group and I couldn't really see what had caused us to pause. So I just enjoyed standing there for a bit, enjoying the sounds of the rainforest around me. Eventually though, the pause was taking quite a bit of time and I heard a bit of commotion up ahead in the front of the group. Now, in the front of the group were the guys that I like to call the fearless ones because they were more than ready to go head over heels into whatever sorts of crazy adventures Victor was willing to give us. So they wanted to go in front and see if they could spot a snake with Victor during this night hike, something that I wasn't perhaps so much keen on. And as I discovered waiting on the bridge is that they got their wish and they found a snake. Now, once I had made it further up in front of the group, I was able to spot what had gotten everybody in such a startled moment. They had found a Fertilance Viper. This viper is one of the most venomous snakes in Costa Rica and in all of Central America. They had the luck, shall we say, of spotting it in one of its ambush predator positions. The Fertilance Viper has one of the most high interactions with humans in terms of bites in that region because of these ambush positions that it holds. They will sit underneath logs, floorboards, what have you, and wait for very, very long periods of time until they're able to ambush a piece of, or ambush prey and use their highly toxic neurovenom on the prey that they've startled. Now, like I said, the guys in my group had found a Fertilance Viper on the side of this very narrow trail that we had been walking on all evening. Victor, from what I could see, was quite the combination of both extremely worried and just a little bit excited because as a researcher of snakes and other reptiles, he always seemed to be really excited when we discovered any uncommon species like the Fertilance. However, he was, like I said, more than a little bit worried about our safety 
So he managed to have the guys in front walk around the side of the trail so that we would not get close to the fertilants on the other side. It was a very slow, painstaking process as we all shuffled along up this hill and around the viper that was waiting underneath the log. When I got my chance to look at it, thanks to the flashlight that Victor was pointing at it, it gave me a very new respect for wildlife that I've never really experienced in Wisconsin. Here, waiting underneath a log was an animal that could very easily do me great, great harm. And I might not have even noticed it if the guys in front hadn't spotted it with their flashlights first. We all were more than a bit jittery once we had made it all the way around the fertilants and up to the top of the hill. I know myself and my classmates were all more than ready to keep going on our hike, and we all made sure that we were keeping a very close look on all sides of the trails with our flashlights to see if we could spot any more snakes waiting in the darkness for us. Now, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of night hikes to begin with, and throwing in a highly venomous animal to the mix is more than enough reason for me to never want to go on a night hike again. But once we reached the end of our walk and got back to the research station that we were going to be staying at, I found myself not feeling just pure terror, but actually having a pretty strong mix of respect for what the people in Costa Rica have to deal with every single day. My classmates and myself, we were all just tourists in this area. We could have a real fun time finding all of these crazy, strange animals, and then we could get back on our planes, and we could fly back to Wisconsin, where the worst thing you could probably see is a black bear, which they're kind of cowards anyways, and you can scare off the other direction. The people in Costa Rica, they don't get to go on a plane and go back home. Every single time they step outside of their homes, and if especially they live in rural areas, they're taking their own lives at risk. Now, thankfully, Costa Rica has a very, very great medical system in a sense that just about anywhere you can be in the country, there's a very easy access to anti-venom for all of the common snakes in the region. So compared to other places in Central America, Costa Ricans have it better than most there aren't that many fatalities by snake bites. However, Victor told us that it is not an uncommon sight to see farmers that are missing feet or legs because of the fertilance viper. As they wait in ambush in hidden areas, farmers may often step on them without even noticing until it's too late. And even though the anti-venom can be distributed rather quickly, the neurotoxin has more than enough time to rot away the flesh on a person's leg until it's too late. Now, when I take people into the woods in Wisconsin, sometimes people will ask about venomous snakes, and I have a typical line that I give about how the areas that we're in, it's very, very, very uncommon to ever see something like a rattler, and that they don't need to worry about their lives being in danger because our woods are pretty safe. Now, I can't imagine what it would be like leading a trip in Costa Rica and having a laundry list of animals that could do you harm. 
I've always considered myself an animal lover, but when Victor described to us how people in Costa Rica are oftentimes likely to try and kill a snake if they see it, I almost can see myself understanding where they're coming from in a way. If something in the woods is a threat to you or your family, you might want to try and get rid of it. So I think all in all, this trip, and especially the night hike that I experienced with my classmates, gave me a very high respect for what people have to deal with every single day in countries where things might not be as safe as it is in Wisconsin. And that every time you take a step into the woods, it might be a little bit more dangerous than what you bargained for. Thank you all so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed my story about encountering one of the most venomous snakes in Central America on a night hike. I encourage you all to listen to more of my classmates' podcasts describing their adventures in the outdoors with anything you could imagine in nature. This has been a production of Project Understory. A special thanks to Create Portage County in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Check them out at createportagecounty.org for their many resources available to local artists and creatives. We hope we entertained and inspired you today to encounter nature in new and meaningful ways.